This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Yesterday, Volkswagen's executive committee from the Board of Supervisors met to decide what, if anything, they're going to do with CEO Herbert Diaz. German unions are furious with him because he warned there could be up to 30,000 manufacturing jobs lost in the transition to electric cars. They don't like his attitude and they want him out. But the executive committee couldn't come to any decision. Reuters reports that it wants more time to try and figure out a compromise that will satisfy everyone. So VW is damned if it does and damned if it doesn't. If it gets rid of DS or handcuffs him, that means the company will be embracing the old status quo. But if it supports DS, it's going to run into a buzzsaw of union problems. Elon Musk is also going to have to deal with German unions. He successfully stiffed-armed the UAW when it tried to organize workers at Tesla's plant in Fremont, California. But when it comes to Giga Berlin, there's no avoiding it. IG Metall, the giant German union, says workers at Giga Berlin are going to elect a works council to represent them. Under German law, all manufacturing companies have to allow workers to vote on having a works council represent them. But most of the people that Tesla hired so far at Giga Berlin are managers, not line workers. And IG Metall is worried that the works council will be dominated by white-collar managers, not blue-collar workers. General Motors and Chrysler are at each other's throats, and this story has a union connection, too. Several years ago, GM accused FCA of bribing UAW officials to get a better contract that put GM at a disadvantage. GM also accused FCA of using UAW officials to orchestrate a takeover where FCA would take over GM. And it said FCA used offshore bank accounts to funnel bribes to the UAW. But a federal judge didn't see it that way and tossed the case out. But GM says it has further proof of offshore accounts and filed a motion this week for the court to reconsider the case. So now Chrysler is accusing GM of using corporate espionage to get that proof. And we can't wait to see what the court decides. good news, we get a look at the all-new Ford Ranger, or at least the one for global markets, that is. Even so, the global market version will be a dead ringer for the one that eventually ends up in North America. So let's dive right into the styling. It's a good bridge between the Maverick and F-150 with design elements from both, including the C-shaped lighting signature and horizontal grill bar. As for the interior, it still looks pretty utilitarian, 
but big digital display screens add a bit of tech. The whole Ranger project was led by Ford's Product Development Center in Australia, which not only upgraded the chassis, but also extended the wheelbase and made it wider. Under the hood will be three turbo diesel engine options at launch, with the top version a 3-liter V6. But you can bet there will be gas engines too. We're pretty sure there's no way the U.S. version will get a diesel, but we wouldn't be surprised to see a hybrid. There will be a choice of both manual and automatic transmissions, as well as two four-wheel drive systems. The all-new Ranger will be made in Thailand and South Africa, but you'll have to wait a while to get one. Deliveries don't kick off until early in 2023. Range is still a very important consideration for anyone shopping for an EV, and that's why Stellantis is making adjustments to some of its electric vehicles to eke out a few more kilometers. It's adding new, low-rolling resistance tires, made tweaks to the gearbox ratio, and installed a new heat pump that's tied to a humidity sensor on the windshield. The Peugeot E208, E2008, as well as the DS3 Crossback E-Tents all get these improvements. The tweaks improve range by as much as 8% or 25 kilometers, which is over 15 miles. And remember, these models haven't even been out a full two years yet, and it's unusual to see a traditional automaker making improvements so soon. But it really drives home how important it is to increase range. Happy birthday, BMW M. My, you're getting old, but you sure do a good job of hiding your age. Believe it or not, the BMW M brand has been around for nearly half a century and is getting ready to celebrate its 50th anniversary next May. And to honor the occasion, it's dipping into its past. Starting in January, customers of new BMW M models can order their car with the classic BMW Motorsport logo. The emblem of blue, violet, and red shifted semicircles was first used in 1973, and those who opt for the retro look can have it applied to the front, rear, and wheels of their vehicle. BMW will also open up 50 of its classic paint finishes for selected M models as well. Mobility is becoming electric, connected, and autonomous, just like the manufacturing world. But we'll always be one thing, a reliable partner for our customers. We want to know what drives your testing, OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Chinese interior supplier Yang Feng unveiled an infotainment screen that features a camera underneath the panel. They call it cup or camera under panel. It integrates various different functions like driver safety assistance, HMI, and emotion and movement recognition all into one camera. That includes monitoring drivers to make sure they're paying attention while using hands-free driver assistance systems. It still needs more development, but Yang Feng says it will be production-ready in the future. Tesla's Cybertruck was supposed to be in production already, but despite the delay, it continues to rack up reservations. According to Electric, a crowdsourced tally now puts the number of reservations at over 1.2 million, which would be worth over $80 billion. Tesla only requires a fully refundable $100 deposit for the Cybertruck, 
and it's a non-binding reservation, not an order. But that's still an impressive number, especially considering the truck was unveiled two years ago and was supposed to be running down the assembly line already. Tesla now says it will start producing the electric truck late next year. And even if it only converts a small percent of those to sales, Tesla still has a massive hit on its hands. Mercedes' electric compact crossover, the EQB, is now on sale in Europe, and it has a starting price of 55,300 euros, or about $62,000 in Germany for models with 168 kilowatts of power. The more powerful 215 kilowatt version starts at about 58,000 euros or $65,000. Both of those prices are for five-seat models with all-wheel drive. If you want seven seats, it will cost an extra 1,400 euros or around $1,600. The EQB is equipped with a 66.5 kilowatt-hour battery pack that provides 420 kilometers or 260 miles of range based on the WLTP test cycle, and that's the same for both models. And before I sign off, I just wanted to let you know that there won't be a new Autoline Daily tomorrow or Friday, and there won't be an After Hours tomorrow either. That's because in the United States we celebrate Thanksgiving tomorrow, and the Autoline crew is taking some time off. Thanksgiving is one of our favorite holidays, and we hope you have a lot to give thanks for too. Thanks for watching AutoLine, and we'll see you back here again on Monday. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone. Solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems. Over-the-air engineering. Boost your game. Scheffler. We pioneer motion. And by Magna. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.